Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, Networld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our Family Bible Revolution series an end-time message for his generational blessing. And yesterday, we ended on Matthew chapter 24, verses 42 through 43. So let's start there today. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Now, if you remember, there are five essentials for the family Bible revolution. They are family worship, authority, appointed and anointed, generational, and church worship. And right now, we're covering family worship. What is it, and how does it work? So here we see, in Matthew chapter 24, it's talking about the master of the house knowing about an hour when the thief would come. And if he was watching, his house would have not been broken into. Evidently, the one responsible is the master of the house. This master is to be watching 24 and 7, so the house is not broken into. And if you remember, this word house, the original word oikos in Greek, means not only the house itself, but the people within. That being the truth, we could say that the master is to be watching, so his family is not destroyed. To keep watch means to keep the word in the house. In other words, keep the lamp lit. Keep the word strong. Don't let the lamp dim. Don't let the word weaken. Don't let the lamp go out. Don't let the word be put out. You remember we talked about an oil lamp in the house, putting it on the lampstand so that all in the house may see. That's what we're talking about here. The word is the light. The lamp is the word. And the master is bringing the word into the house. Are you the master of the house? Have you been bringing the word the light of God's word into the house? Have you been putting it on the lampstand that all in the house may see? This word, master the house, in Matthew 24, 43, is actually one compound Greek word. The first word being oikos, or house. The second word being despotes, D-E-S-P-O-T-E-S, meaning lord, master, head, head of family. It means the owner, the possessor, the sphere of domestic rule, the lord of the house, and it has an implication of an unlimited authority or power. Now we can see exactly who this person is, the master of the house. First, it's obviously the husband or the father, but it can also be anyone who's responsible for the household, which includes the house itself, the family, and any other people in the house. One important fact is that they are the one who has the full authority and power, and there is no one else in that home who has more authority. Matthew chapter 24 refers to it as the ruler over the household. Let's continue to read. 
Matthew chapter 24, verse 44. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, My master is delaying his coming, and begins to beat his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunkards, and that would be in his household, (laughs) the master of that servant will come on a day when he's not looking for him, and at an hour he's not aware of, and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yes, the master of the house is the one who is responsible to bring the word of God, the lamp, the light into the home, the light of the word. It needs to be 24 and 7 for everyone to see. The master of the house needs to be an example in word and deed. This is true discipleship. If he does his job well, giving them the nourishment of the word in due season, he'll be blessed. However, if the master or the ruler of the household is evil and saying there is nothing to be concerned about and gets spiritually lazy and drunk, he will be held responsible in judgment. What is interesting is the next parable. Originally, there were no chapters in the book of Matthew. Man placed chapters and verses in the Bible for a reference system to make it easier to locate passages. This tells us the following passage, which is chapter 25, is a continuance of what we just read in chapter 24. And look what we find. It's about lamps. It's about watching. And it's about the coming of the Lord. Matthew chapter 25 verse 1. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took their oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. Verse 10, And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, verse 13 says, For you do not know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Now notice, all ten of the virgins' lamps were burning. Five let their lamps burn out with no oil in reserve. They were lazy, not watching, and were not prepared or ready. The other five had their lamps burning and had plenty of reserve oil to be sure they were ready. They were not lazy. They were prepared. So, who's supposed to watch? The master of the house. Who's supposed to rule? The master of the house. Who's supposed to give the food in due season? The master of the house. Who is the one? God holds responsible, the master of the house. Who has final authority in the house? The master of the house. Who is responsible to keep the lamp on and filled with oil? The master of the house. And where is the lamp to be lit that all may see? In the house. The first 
and most important, quote, master of the house, end quote, is the father or husband, and the second is the mother or wife. Genesis eighteen nineteen says, For I have known him, God talking about Abraham, in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. This word known not only means to know by experience, but as we have already studied, it also has the meaning of chosen. In other words, for I have known him, being Abraham, and therefore chosen him, in order that. In order that what? In order that God could complete the promise that he had given Abraham. Let's see the scriptures that name the father as the one who is responsible for the teaching of the children. Deuteronomy 4, 9 through 10. Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Verse 10. Especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, that they may teach their children. So just like God says, gather the people to me, he wants the father of the household to gather his family to the word. Another scripture says to teach them to your children in your house, when you sit, when you walk, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Deuteronomy 6, 6 6-7. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Deuteronomy chapter 11 says to teach the word, speak of the word, and write the word on your doorpost and the gates for all who enter. Deuteronomy eleven eighteen. Therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them like the days of the heavens above the earth. So do not hide them, tell them, make them known, your praises, his strength, and his wonderful works to your children, so they may have hope. The law of Israel was also recorded by Asaph in Psalm 78. We've read it many times, but it's worth reading again. Psalm 78, verses 1 through 8. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We'll not hide them from their children, telling to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers, that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, the children who would be born, that they may arise and declare them to their children, that they may set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and may not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not set its heart aright and whose spirit was not faithful to God. Proverbs 22 gives us a promise. In verse 6, train up a child in the way he should go, 
and when he is old, he'll not depart from it. And then there's an instruction in the New Testament in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, and you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. And then the results are stated by Paul. In 2 Timothy 3.15, it says, And that from a childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. What is the master of the household, and who can fill this position? Obviously, to begin with, it's the husband and father. If he's unavailable due to a business trip, this responsibility must be taken over by the wife or the mother. What if there is no father in the home? If this is the case, the responsibility would fall to the mother. What if there's no father or mother in the home? Then the responsibility would fall to the master of the household, the grandparent, the adoptive parent, the foster parent, or the guardian. No matter what the case, the master of the household must fill his position so worship and discipleship takes place on a daily basis. Well, that's all the time we have today. So mark your calendar, set your clock, and tune in next time as we continue in establishing the Family Bible Revolution, an end-time message for his generational blessing. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.